hang on, before we get too far from the beginning, I want to acknowledge that I don't like the music that you play at the beginning of the podcast. Oh, thank God. <laughs> the intro music <laughs> is not good. It is trash. To, this is a terrible place to live. Um, thank you for all the Bobby tuning in to listen. Um, uh, today we have a special treat. The original, the real, the only Bobby uh, has joined us to discuss even... movies. <laughs> I don't think we'll even have a Bobby listening this time unless Bobby goes back and listens to a conversation that he took part in. Yes, I am that conceited. I, I mean, I was. Well, I do that it, sometimes. So. <laughs> <laughs> but I always get like halfway through, and then I'm like, that was enough. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. I might be like that. I don't think I've ever actually gone on a podcast. Well, welcome to your inaugural podcast episode. Yes. Exciting. John is popping my cherry. You're only going to go up uh, from here. Oh, <laughs> I don't like that. I don't like that. <laughs> Uh, we can move past that. Uh, <laughs> what if we don't want to, John? I want to. Okay, fine. David can pop it. I, I still want to move past it. <laughs> I'll do it. Okay. Uh, hang on. Before we get too far from the beginning, I want to acknowledge that I don't like the music that you play at the beginning of the podcast. Oh, thank God. <laughs> <laughs> the intro music is not good. It is trash. I mean, it was it was free music that I just used because I had access to it. And every I, time I have been I looking for something to replace it with, but well, no, I always think I should bring it up at the beginning of the next episode, but then I forget, and then when it's up, I'll, I'll listen to it for like a little bit, and then I'll be like, oh, that I don't like it. It's just so random. <laughs> I just threw something in because I didn't have anything else. So you made it random. Yeah. Well, I tried to get Bobby to make me something, but... That is not free music. Well, I need, I you didn't ask me to pay you. You told me that you were not doing music at the moment, so... <laughs> yeah. Yeah, one, once I get back to it, I'll probably make something for your podcast. We could rename the podcast after you if you make us a song. Oh my god. <laughs> We're that unprofessional. I think we could just change. Okay, cool. I'll take it. That's set in stone now. The we'll name it. This is a yeah, on, I was going to say this is a terrible place to Bobby. <laughs> <laughs> yes, we can we can enter into season 2 and rename the podcast to This is a terrible place to Bobby. Yeah. All of our numerous listeners will be confused. <laughs> yes, all of the Bobbies. All my naming conventions will be thrown. Yeah. <sighs> or we could also rename it the Speed Racer podcast featuring Bobby. Even though Bobby's not in every episode, we'll put <laughs> featuring Bobby. 
in the name. <laughs> so we, when we invited Bobby on, we decided we should talk about some of our favorite bad movies. Well, initially movies. we were going to talk about anime, which I was excited about. But yeah, uh, I, I mean, I'm not the weeb I once was. And I am not, it, I have seen two animes. Okay, also, well, three, technically. Also, yeah. Daniel, who's like one of our only consistent listeners at this point, hates animated things, so he wouldn't oh, have shit. <laughs> Oh, that's just mean. Shame. Shame on you, Daniel. Yeah, the only anime I've watched lately is uh, Avatar The Last Airbender and uh, Beastars. Although I heard that Legend of Korra is coming to Netflix, so I'll it probably is. be watching that. And it's very good. Do you know when it's getting released? I think it's like next month it'll be on there. Oh, great. Yeah. Yeah. The second season's a bit off, but all the other ones are really good. Uh, okay. Yeah, actually, I was just thinking about that today because uh, I probably have coronavirus. So I was hoping it'll get released like this week since I'll probably be quarantining at home. Did your, uh, did your gecko give it to you? No, not my gecko. Uh, this guy I work with, he went hunting with a friend, and his friend is a cop, so he's constantly interacting with the public. Uh-huh. So uh, the cop did test positive. Um, the guy I work with is going to be getting a test probably tomorrow. Fun stuff. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Why does why does everyone ask if you got it from your gecko? Wait, Andrew wait. asked that too. Who else have I told? Andrew. Andrew also was Andrew. like, "Oh, did did your gecko did too cute or whatever?" It's like, uh, oh weird. yeah, I remember that. Well, no, and see, Annie is a very well behaved. She doesn't go out and mingle. She hasn't been to any uh, what is it, Corona parties or whatever they're calling them. <laughs> yeah. Well, see, my thought process was, well, who's Bobby been interacting with? And I was like, his gecko. Yeah. Well, I do still work every day, so I am interacting with those people. Yeah. Oh, yeah. It's funny because we all had bets going on Michael getting it because he doesn't give a shit. He's been out all the time, but oddly enough, just, he's not the one that got it. Just put him on blast on the podcast. That's yep. what we're here for. It's all right. He doesn't yes. listen to it. All of our viewers can harass him. <laughs> We should do that. We should tell a few people that listen to this, just go. <laughs> Hashtag Michael is over party. We should, we should do a thing where we just start random <laughs> hashtags every episode for people to do. Oh, for that'd the, be great. For the, for the two people that listen. Yes. So as far as the, like terrible movies that are very enjoyable, Right off the bat, the first one I thought of whenever the topic was brought up was Spider-Man 3. Spider-Man 3. I think I watched that when it came out, but it's been we've, a long time. We've talked about that before because I've never seen it and I still haven't ever seen it. So, Yeah. You didn't yeah. actually tell us the movies that you were going to bring up. I told you all of mine. Oh, you did? Yeah. yeah, we sent a list of the ones Bobby brought. I didn't make a list. Bobby made a list, and uh, David brought some of his favorites. Um, and I, I just stuck with Bobby's list because I've seen them all. As a matter of fact, I think I've seen all of them with you in the theater. Yeah. 
Yeah. Yes, all of them. Yeah, yeah. The thing is, I'd exhausted a lot of my options because I'd already talked about Homeless for the Holidays. I talked about McClintock. Um, oh, yeah, yeah. There, I always bring them up. There was one that I thought of that I was sure I haven't talked about on this, but it's this <laughs> really like, we had it on VHS when I was little. It's called uh, My Secret Friend. It's an animated movie um, about a little girl who she talks to her guardian angel. And then her whole family is like, oh, guardian angels aren't real. Except her grandfather who's like, no, guardian angels are real. And yours is named Mikey. <laughs> Wait, so the grandpa like knows the angel or what? No, he just uh, encourages it and is like, your guardian angel's name Mikey. Call your guardian angel Mikey when you talk to him. Okay. That's and, a little weird. Well, that's just the starting thing. He's an enabler. <laughs> <laughs> there are some musical numbers going on, too. Um, but the big plot is that there are these criminals who have robbed a jewelry store. And they wanted to get this bracelet that has like all these precious stones in it. They somehow lose it when they're running from the police. And this little girl who talks to her guardian angel picks it up and she's like, ah, cool. This will be a great collar for my rabbit named Hopper. That's his name because she's not very creative. Um, not like the bad guy from A Bug's Life, not Duke and Cheese. So she picks it up, she puts it on a rabbit. Then the criminals, they figure out that she has it. They start chasing her. And she gets lost in the woods because her family's on vacation. <laughs> then they're hiding in the bushes following this girl because they're creepy criminals. And they're like, ah, oh, she's talking to her guardian angel because she's lost and she's asking for help. So then what we're gonna do is we're gonna dress up one of our criminal buddies as an angel and hoist him up in a tree using a rope and convince her that this is her actual guardian angel That's <laughs> so that we can steal this bracelet from around her rabbit's neck. That's so weird. And then like it ends up with her on a cliff and she still thinks this criminal is her guardian angel, but then he eventually like does help her and then he gets arrested and stuff. Yeah, we had this. And I watched it a lot when I was little. Yeah, from I think it was the last episode, I realized that you had a lot of strange movies that you watched a lot as a kid. Yeah. And it's weird because like John and I are kind of in the same generation, but you're like considerably younger than us. So it's like a lot of the movies that like I grew up with, I feel like you didn't. Well, we had like a fair bit of like old stuff. Um, yeah. I'd see lots of trailers for movies that came out before. Like, uh, there was one of ours that had a trailer for Flubber. I never saw Flubber, but, like, it was always just on our VHS. Yeah, that was actually my generation. Yeah, I you wasn't, probably have I wasn't stuff allowed from to Greg, watch Flubber. I, I wasn't allowed to watch Flubber because it was, you know. Science. I don't know. I saw The Absent Man and <laughs> Professor, but Flubber was off the limits. I don't know. I never saw anything with Robin Williams in it as a kid. Oh. Wait, <laughs> were your parents just like, I don't trust that man? No, it's yeah. just the types of things he was in were a little bit too adult for their taste. Like, he makes jokes that are maybe a little bit edgy, 
Yeah, that you makes know sense. What, if you know parents. what he's talking about, and my parents are are very, uh, you know, they don't like Mark. dirty humor at all. So, yeah, no. So, but yeah, that was that was my generation of of movies. But I mean, this movie is from '94. I think there's a lot of stuff that's just it circulated in the like homeschool bookstore circuit. Yeah. 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 Also, I my never, mom. My mom was a uh, Nest video reseller. Do you do y'all oh, remember yeah. that? She had a Nest. Yeah. 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 So she had like all of those movies. <laughs> I don't know what Nest is. Maybe that was before my time. I. It was, it was like a. It was like a distribution thing. I don't know if it was Christian. They had some I don't Bible think so. stories, so I guess maybe. I don't know. Th- those things all kind of went together because for a long time they were just kind of the the production world didn't really split into like a secular and a Christian market until the eighties. So like it, it always was split, but there was less of a split until like around the eighties. Cause a lot of the, the Christian entertainment people decided they didn't want to work with um, non-Christian <laughs> workers. It was a very odd thing. Yeah, that's weird. That's yeah, part of the part of the whole like Gaither stuff or Goth Gaither Gothard. I don't remember which one's which. One's a singer and one's the the preacher dude. I don't know who either of those people are. I, I don't know who you're talking about. <laughs> it sounds familiar. I was like, I should just go. Oh yes, of course. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No. Yeah, we watched. Um, what what we did watch a lot of was. Do you guys know the distrib- the distribution company Feature Films for Families? Ah, uh, that sounds familiar. It it's a Mormon company, and they make oh. Mormon movies. And we watched a lot of those growing up. I was just talking to Zion about this yesterday. She, she loves was... them. She loves Feature Films for Families movies. Uh, okay. We talk about them all the time. <laughs> I think her favorite one is uh, Split Destiny. Or something like that. It's, yeah, we've talked no, about No, I don't think I've ever heard of them. But what I told her, though, was what we had instead of those was uh, CCC. And then what they'd say right after, they say CCC. Does it go? Quality entertainment for the whole family. And that's what made My Secret Friend. Yeah, we, we watched some of those as well. We also watched, um, was it THL? I don't know. It started with like a crayon drawing the letters on like a yeah i think i remember thl actually how did you just say crayon john you said a crayon i've always said it wrong people will always be like a crayon a crayon a crayon it says it like a north it's a crayon i just say it like it goes before some other fruit and a juice (laughs) i i have always I've tried really hard to change the way I say a words because in my family, we say all of them with the Northern. It's the same way that, you know, some people in, in the North say milk. Is that an actual thing? My uncle says milk. Hey, he John, eat... what do you spread cream cheese on? I say bagel now. Oh, but oh I grew good up job. Saying, like I said, I, I try really, <laughs> I try really hard to change the way I say it. Cause people made fun of me so much. But I yes. I did used to say bagel. We, we still make fun of you as I just did. Yeah, I I yeah. My family says bagel. We say we say instead of vague, we say vag most of the time. Does anyone in your in your family still say bagel? 
I don't think I've heard that in a while now. I mean, we don't talk about bagels all that often. My mom <laughs> does. My sister does. It sounded like do. it was something that like y'all just like are uncomfortable about. We don't talk about bagels. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, why would we be talking we about bagels? We choose to never speak about that breakfast food. We had a fight once, and now it's just it's a sore subject. In yeah. the I'm pretty I feel certain. like it was more when we were all, like, homeschooled together, and we were actually, like, eating breakfast as, like, a uh, yeah, church it, or it a came up. It came up when we were eating something <laughs> at church, and there were... Probably bagels. bagels. Yeah, well, there were bagels, bagels there. I don't know. Yeah, well, I'm glad we've bullied you into speaking better, John. <laughs> but I, the, the reason I say yes. crayons, crayons is because I just can't say the other one. It sounds so unnatural to me. Is it crayons? Crayons. Crayons. When I was little, I thought they were. Cr- I thought it was crowns, but then yeah. Mr. Rogers set me straight because I heard him say it, and I was like, "Oh, he really enunciated that properly." I feel like crowns is a southern thing because a lot of my teachers growing up would say. Uh, crowns weird yeah. yeah i yeah it wasn't until like two years ago that i knew that anybody was upset that i said crayons it's just it's, it's not of, as distinct as like bagel or well, there's crowns. an there's an off-brand like crayon brand that is k-r-a-n-z crayons what i, I have not know never about seen this. those Anyway, yeah. I mean, that's uh, we had Crayola growing up. Doubt. Well, hang on. Okay, hang on. So, Crayon isn't a brand name. Crayola is the name brand. Yeah. So, you're like, oh, the off-brand is Crayons. It's an off-brand of Crayons, not like the name brand is Crayons. I'm just saying, like, it's an off-brand. No, it it sounds like you're saying, oh, well, the name brand is Crayons, but we had Crayons. No, no. We didn't have those. (laughs) Well, we did, but not like all the time. We usually had Crayola. <laughs> just like, Maybe no, we from now on you should just say wax drawing utensils. <laughs> I don't reference them that often. Why is this such a big deal? <laughs> just because we like making fun of you? Just imagine what? if Andrew was in here too. <laughs> oh, no, 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 no. What was better than crayons though were the pastels, the oil pastels. Those were really cool. I like I never what did those. you just say? Oil pastels. It's pastels. Okay, now we're just judging the way people speak. But yes, you are saying it wrong. It's very weird. It's either one. Like it's I'm not pastels. You can say it either way. <laughs> Whatever. A is a weird letter, and it should just say one sound. Yeah. Okay. Um. Well, moving on. Yeah, no, I never used those. My sister had some, but she liked them so much that she never wanted to use them because then they'd be gone. We got very sidetracked from movies. Yes, John, please get us back on track. <laughs> uh, we were talking about the one that David brought up, the secret friend, and that got us onto like the the weird things we had growing up. But da- uh, David listed two on his list. Bobby, do you want to bring up one of the ones you had uh, on your list? Uh, yeah, so Suicide Squad. Have you actually seen it, David? I have not. Oh, no. You haven't seen Suicide Squad? Oh, dear. You need to watch it. It's so good. I love Suicide Squad. Well, not that it's so good. It is good, even though it currently has a 27 on Rotten Tomatoes, which is an improvement from the 18 it had on opening day. 
Well, see, most of the time when I sit down and I'm like, I'm going to watch a movie, rarely do I think, ooh, I should watch this movie even though I know it's going to be bad. <laughs> yeah. that's, that's fair. I saw it opening night at the theater. I was so hyped. Oh. Okay, I'm, I'm going to expose myself right here. I saw it oh, please six don't. times in theaters. Oh, God. <laughs> so I saw it six times in theaters. I bought it. I bought the Blu-ray. I bought it on uh, Amazon Video. I may have bought it like one other time. Yeah, you may have too. gotten it on iTunes at some point. Yeah. Yeah, I really love this movie when it came out. I got so hyped because the uh, trailer, it was just so cool. That so, trailer is fantastic. Like the oh, yeah. the company that cut that trailer cuts a lot of like big budget movie trailers and that's all they do is cut trailers and they are so good at it. Their trailers are fantastic. Yeah, what's funny about Suicide Squad is uh so leading up to this podcast, I watched it again and the movie doesn't hold up as well as it as well as it like used to be. But the trailer does. The trailer is still The trailer hyped. still gets me so hyped. It's so good. I, I don't know if you've been following this, either of you, um, but like David Ayer is now going hard at hashtag release the Ayer cut because Zack Snyder made headway in that way. You know, he's getting the Snyder cut released on HBO. So he's going really hard on release the Ayer cut. Um, well, because remember we saw the director's the cut first... on Amazon? Did we see the director's cut? We saw the extended cut. Oh, I thought it was director's cut. Maybe it was extended. I don't know. Oh, it'll be like so. Blade Runner where there are like 20 different cuts. The thing about <laughs> it is... The yeah, Suicide we're not Squad. talking about Blade Runner. The Suicide one episode is, is I come on, first. we are not talking about it. <laughs> well, no, I was talking about... I, what I was mentioning was the original. It wasn't the divisive subject of the sequel. No, no, no. No, no they're both devices, divisive to me. I'm not talking about either one. Okay, fine, fine, okay. <laughs> <laughs> We can we can talk about Blade Runner another time. Uh, I still haven't seen the first one. I, eventually, I'll need to watch both of them again. But that's not what this is about. Yeah, like Suicide Squad was the first Warner Brothers DC movie where, when it came out, the director was like, "The studio legitimately screwed me over. I had a final cut, and they sent oh, us out yeah. to do a thousand reshoots and basically change the entire story." And actually, Zack Snyder is partially to blame because during the making of uh, of Suicide Squad, he was writing Justice League, and he made huge changes to the storyline of like the DC Extended Universe, and made them have to rewrite a lot of what was happening in Suicide Squad at the same time. From what I understand, was so. Suicide Squad the one that was originally directed by one director? And then, like, halfway through... No, that's Justice that, League. Oh, that was Justice League? Okay, yeah, yeah. Joss, Joss Whedon finished Justice League, and that's a whole other can of worms at the moment because he's been accused of just being an ass on set, I guess. Oh, yeah. I got to hang out with Ellen and <laughs> oh, God. Jerk Zone. Yeah, I, just, prison. I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. Ray, Ray Fisher has been going real hard on him, so I don't know. Yeah, but yeah, I don't know. This I read something that was like, uh, "This is gonna be the end of Ray Fisher's career," and I was like, "Everybody seems to be on his side," so I don't know why they would get rid of him. Like, 
I don't know. Anyway. The, All of yeah. the stuff about Ellen, I've been finding so entertaining. Yeah. <laughs> and I, realized- I, I haven't seen anything except for that I know that like people don't like her anymore and she was mean apparently. I've seen a bit of it and I'm like, I don't know if I trust that, but when, uh, it's just, some pretty daring stuff. Well, no, people have always been like, it's always kind of been a thing where people are like, oh, Ellen's not like actually nice. But now yeah. it's just like, everyone's like, oh, Ellen's not nice. <laughs> yeah, I think it's the same thing with, uh, what is it, Jimmy Fallon, I think? Uh, is he the one that always has like super crazy reactions to everything and he like laughs really hard at everything? Yeah. Yeah, people say like, he's he's not actually like, that entertained he's just putting on a show i feel like it's the same thing with ellen she's always had these I mean, crazy like dances and big expressions it, and all that was stuff. it like, ever that hard to tell yeah. was it yeah, ever like they're playing it up for the camera that makes sense like ellen has this air of like i'm so nice i'm so good look at how good i am aren't i yeah. good hmm. she's very haughty you know like just <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> but what I've been finding entertaining is like all of the people that are being suggested to replace her because the idea of having someone other than Ellen lead the Ellen show. Yeah. I've heard of James Corden, but who, who else is being suggested? Like some, well, someone said that Ellen page should host it so it can still be. I was Ellen. just about to say <laughs> they should have Ellen page host it. I was literally oh. just about to say that. <laughs> Who's Ellen Page? Uh, she's an actress. She's, uh, she's uh, most recently on Umbrella, uh, Umbrella Academy. She's oh, in okay. Juno and Inception and all that. But does yeah. she have any like talk show credits or anything like that? I don't think no. she's done any sort of like talk shows or anything. No, she's not exactly like on that circuit. Yeah, she's not personable. She's more like an actor. Actress. Yeah. She doesn't, and she doesn't have like the kind of charisma that you'd need for a show like that either. She's a good actress, but like she's not like that kind of. I don't think she'd want to either. Like she's not the type of person that likes being talked about. She's she recently said like she's just so sick and tired of talking to people at like red carpets. (laughs) She should host a talk show where all she does is talk to people. Oh, that would probably (laughs) kill her soul. Yeah, I have a feeling that's not right for her. Yeah. Um. But also the idea of changing the name of Ellen to the name of whoever hosts it. So if James Corden hosted it, the show is just called James. <laughs> I can't imagine just watching the James show. Oh, I can because growing up, our friend made a fake show that he called the game, the James show. So that actually sounds normal to me. Well, just like, no, say Someone comes up to you like, hey, did you see James yesterday? And you're like, who's James? You're like, oh, it's a show. Yeah, that'd be kind of weird. Because like there's not many people named Ellen, but there's a shit ton of people named James. Well, I mean, but it's technically called The Ellen Show. Yeah, but I think no it's actually says... called The Ellen DeGeneres Show. Yeah. Yeah, but everyone just says Ellen, you know? They're yeah. Like... Yeah, I don't know. Anyway, weird. So uh, th- when are you when are you when are you uh, announcing that you're taking up Ellen, David? Um. Well, actually, we're gonna call it David. The show will just be called David. Yeah, just I David. Thought, I thought it was in the contract that you had to change your name to Ellen. 
I will change my name. They won't know the difference. They'll be like, they're both kind of lean white people. <laughs> you got the same hair. You just need to dye it a little bit whiter. Oh, God. I would love to. I, my goal in life is to host a daytime talk show. <laughs> that's um, that's a goal. That's, that's one of the ones. Right. I'm really pushing for Dr. Phil's spot. Oh, <laughs> yes. Yes. I would hate that job so much. Oh, I would love God. it. Just talking to people about their weird problems and then just being really mean to them. That what what more could you want out of life, you know? Yeah. What are you, stupid? Um, the picture of Dr. Phil giving a rock concert, one of my favorite pictures. <laughs> if you haven't that. seen that picture, look it up. It's great. <laughs> okay. I'll look it up after the episode. Once again, yeah. we've gotten off topic. Oh yeah, definitely. Yeah. The yeah. the meeting the meeting will kick us out in ten minutes. Oh, it will? Yeah, it's just oh, it's easier to just restart the meeting and do it through Zoom because Zoom is easier to record. But yeah, wow. okay, that's cool. And okay. it'll give us a nice break for our advertisers. Yes, that we don't, that we don't have. We should just start uh, yeah. filming ads for various products that we like. Or filming, recording them. Drink uh, Kroger. Um, <laughs> one David. List text, raspberry lemonade, blast, chapstick. <laughs> we did it, guys. We advertised. We did it. Go buy yourself a bliss text. Keep your lips, your lips as soft as my brain. Um, so speaking of 18% <laughs> on Rotten Tomatoes, what currently has an 18 on Rotten Tomatoes is Assassin's Creed, which now that I've rewatched it again, yeah, it doesn't hold up. <laughs> Oh, it does. I love it so much. It's so bad. Oh, God. It was so bad. What's weird about that movie to me, and I haven't seen it, is that it's directed by Justin Curzel, who's like, from his reputation, a good director. The direction is not necessarily the problem. there's, There's three main problems with that movie. The writing, the story is just, it doesn't exist. There is no storyline, and it's it's... It's so poorly put together. The dialogue sucks. So the writing is just all around terrible. Yeah, dialogue is trash in that movie. <laughs> the yeah, the editing. The editing is so bad. The editing the editing is so goddamn awful and in that John movie. Herzl is not a writer though. He's only written one of his movies. So Yeah. And the back and it has terrible pacing. Yeah, it that's feels- the third issue. So long. The the pacing is shit. Like okay? it feels you like are, a three hour movie. But you're like halfway through the movie by the time you even get to like the inciting incident. Yeah. It's what so if, freaking ridiculous. It's so bad. What are your opinions on uh Michael Fassbender as an actor? Because he's always in bad movies, it seems like. But I don't know if he, I've seen him in anything good. Uh, I don't know if I've seen him in anything else because the I'm one not thing a walking IMDb like y'all. The one thing I would say that he is good in is uh, I mean he's good in lots of things, but the one good movie I'd say he's in, from my experience, is um, X Men First Class. I haven't seen any of the X Men movies. That was pretty good. I did like that one. 
I think it's the best X-Men. He does a good job in it. He's in 12 Years a Slave, but I haven't seen that. It's on my list, one of those things where it's like, I got to get around to that someday. Is yeah. he in Glorious Bastards? Why is he in oh, Glorious Bastards? He's good in that. That's a good movie, too. Okay, that's two. Yeah, it looks remember. like I've only seen him in uh, X-Men's. It seems like he got like he got a really good like first few things. Oh, he was in three hundred here and there. Yeah, I just saw he's in three hundred. What a gosh darn awful movie. Yeah, Slow West was good. I don't also. Know. What well, was Slow West? It's a um a an A twenty four Western movie. Oh, okay. Hang on. He said if it's A twenty four, it's probably fine. Two. He's supposed to be in Kung Fury to the movie. I don't like oh. that. I don't like the. What the, is I, that? I don't like the sentence you just said. Do you, wait, oh Bobby, do you not know about Kung Fury? No. What is that? Oh. Okay, so I don't know how it came about, but it's like a short film that's on uh, uh, YouTube um, about a guy who his name is Kung Fury, and he's a kung fu cop and the premise of it is that he talks to like this hacker guy who hacks his way back in time so that he can defeat hitler who is known as the kung fuhrer um oh god it's a david sandberg oh movie yeah it's is david it sandberg good because it sounds terrible well, it's supposed to be funny like it's a comedy so okay. it's really it's dumb yeah. really cheesy Oh my god, that's so bad. He travels through time, like standing on a keyboard, going through like green and black spaces that look like the inside of an old computer. Oh, okay. It's really weird. There. I think I sent you some. Send me a link to that. I think I think I've sent you some David Sandberg stuff. Uh, He's mostly does horror. Probably. I don't think you've sent me that one. Um, he's (laughs) he's he's probably most well known for. Uh, Lights Out and uh, Shazam recently. But oh, okay. He's just a director. He doesn't really write his own movies. But apparently Michael Fassbender is supposed to be in the movie of that. They're making a movie of that? Okay, hang on. Okay. Guess who else is in it? Oh, gee. No um, Wait, oh, hmm. David Sandberg is supposed to play Kung Fury. Yeah. Okay. Isn't he the original Kung Fury? I, I didn't think he was, but maybe. Um, yeah, he okay. is. So then Michael Fassbender is also in it. <laughs> this is great. Arnold Schwarzenegger is playing the president. What? <laughs> when was the last time he acted in anything? Don't know. This is a David, different David Sandberg. Okay. David Hasselhoff. Is in it. Okay. Hoff nine thousand, a robot. <laughs> is this is this going to be a short film or a feature length? It says Kung Fury to the movie, and it doesn't say anything about length. So it sounds like a full length, though, since it says the movie in wow. the title. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, it's a different. It's a different David Sandberg. Really odd to me. That is strange. Yeah, it's been a long time since I've thought about kung fury so there's a huh. song they have a whole music video 
This is I, so Bobby, strange. I'm surprised you didn't know about this. No, if I haven't seen a short film, it's John's fault because all of the short films I've seen are because of John. Kung Fury is from like a ne- what, nearly a decade ago? When is Kung Fury from? No, it was like 2015. Is it really that recently? Wow. It feels like ages ago. I remember, I think I first learned about it from Chris during like a show. Because um, he was like really excited about it when it was coming out. I think it was like uh, done by like a GoFundMe project as well. Like it was enjoyable. Yeah. I liked it. It was really stupid, but it's fun. Yeah, it has it has Michael Fassbender and David Hasselhoff and Arnold Schwarzenegger. Exactly. So, but that's, I, that's all you really need to know, right? We did get sidetracked once again from. Oh, hang on, we got less than a minute. All right, well, let's uh, let me just yeah. end the meeting and then we'll uh-huh. all hop back in. Okay. What is this? Can you read that? It says, "When there's sweet tea and no cups, you improvise." Yeah. Is that just a water bottle upside down cut in half? I guess. What the fuck, Michael? You know you could just pour the sweet tea into the water bottle and drink it out of the water bottle. Yeah. Okay, well. I don't know. just not drink sweet tea. All I know is hashtag Michael is over party. Hashtag Michael is over party. Hashtag Michael is over party. Has Michael ever listened to one of these episodes? I really doubt it. <laughs> Hell no. I really doubt he even knows this exists. Yeah, I, I don't think he does. Fair enough. If he does. Hi, Michael. You're over, and I miss well, you. Okay. Good. We were we were trying to get back on track. I think, Bobby, we were talking about Assassin's Creed. Mm-hmm. Were we done talking about Assassin's Creed? I don't no, know, David. David, you haven't seen Assassin's Creed or Suicide Squad, and we haven't okay. seen the two movies. Well, I haven't seen it, and David, uh, Bobby hasn't seen it in a very long time. Listen, ha- have you seen Beach Bum or Eurovision? I did see Beach Bum. Okay, because God, <laughs> at least one. That's the one I haven't seen. Oh, did you not get to rewatch it? No. I was. I was. Too, too obsessed with building this beautiful enclosure that I didn't actually get to watch it. For our listeners, he gestured to where he keeps his oh, we're actually keeping pet this monster. In? Oh, okay. Yeah. Yes. Um, my uh, pet, my pet raptor now has a beautiful bioactive terrarium. Yeah, we don't we don't cut much out of the podcast. To be completely honest, we're honest, okay, Bobby. You get the full unfiltered experience as a listener. Awesome. <laughs> yeah. Uh, left in the thing that I said about righty tighty lefty loosey. <laughs> Wait, what? Yeah. Go yeah, back, I, listen to the episode, you'll find out. I don't remember this. I don't remember what the context was at this point, but yeah, I didn't cut anything out. If you wanted me to, you would have asked. I, I would have. I'm sorry. Oh no, it's fine. It was just a weird way to start an episode. <laughs> uh, anyway, yeah, I'm gonna have to re re-listen to that. I don't remember what you're talking about. Anyway, you'll find beach, out. Beach bum. 
I will. Yeah. Oh, Beach Bum, yeah. Beach Bum. Okay, here, David, you talk about it since you actually saw it. Yeah, the last time I saw it was in theaters, so. Same. Well, it came out last year, so it's not that long ago. It feels like, like forever ago. Yeah, it does. With the way 2020 has gone, it feels like forever ago. It feels like that movie came out. I thought it came out in 2017 when I was talking with Bobby, and I looked it up, and I was like, 2019? Last year? Really? Yeah. I just... Also, uh, another interesting fact, it only cost $5 million, and they still got Snoop Dogg, and McConaughey. I love Fisher, McConaughey, so many big-name actors. Um... Zach Efron was in it. That was yeah, surprising. Zach Efron. Yeah, it was crazy. <laughs> it took me a minute when he showed up. I was like, "Is that him, or is that someone who just looks weirdly similar to him?" I know, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I didn't even realize he was in it until we were looking it up, like a few days ago, last week, sometime. Yeah, I don't remember. Uh, yeah, Saturday. I was just right, uh, right after I picked up the uh, supplies to build my amazing terrarium. That all of our listeners can see. They can ears. imagine it. And they'll probably yeah. imagine something like really impressive. And they'll be like, wow, Bobby, that's amazing. Good job. Yes. It's really They'll impressive. receive lots of me- messages on social media praising you for your work. Yeah. I actually haven't posted any pictures to social media. I haven't been whoring my gecko on social media for likes. Well, I mean, that's good. Because I think... <laughs> yeah. That's for the best for the gecko. Yeah, but I said I would. <laughs> well, okay. Beach Bum. Yes, Beach, Beach Bum. That's a movie that just sort of happened, right? Yeah, it, it sort of <laughs> happened. That's probably the in, best way to explain it. In theaters, I feel like I ruined that experience for the other people watching. Because oh, yeah. I was just beside myself and could not yeah. contain how... I think although I probably... this is like the perfect movie to explain my R, I guess, weird love of seeing terrible movies in theaters because it was so goddamn fun to watch. The thing about it is, <laughs> Matthew McConaughey, definitely not a good poet. The character that he's playing <laughs> in this movie, yeah. Moondog, yeah, Moondog's not a good poet. Oh my god! <laughs> oh, you know who else was in it that surprised me? Jonah Hill. Yeah, Jonah just, Hill's in it. Yeah. Oh yeah, he's like the manager, right? Yeah. Doing yeah. <laughs> a really weird role. Yeah. Where he's got a strange accent. Yeah. He's it, like, his whole part yeah. is like crazy to me. He I, does supporting characters so well, though. The, the yeah, whole movie just is one of those moments where it's like, you got who doing what? And Yeah. It's like, here's another really big name in a throwaway movie. Here's another really big name in a throwaway movie. Snoop Dogg is just Snoop Dogg with a different name <laughs> for no reason. They yeah, could have just called They could have just called him Snoop Dogg. Yeah. Honestly, no honestly, sense. this movie to me feels like I've got blackmail on all of you. And you're going to be in Yeah, movie. I was just about to say, you want to get into conspiracy theories? Because that would make so much more sense than yeah. what actually happened. I think what happened was, like, everyone saw Spring Breakers and they're like, oh, this is so deep. 
And oh my god, it is just like Spoon Breakers. It's the same director. It's Harmony Corinne. Oh, that's why. Oh um, and they were just like, we'll do whatever movie you make. And then he was like, I'll make this. Oh my god. <laughs> oh my gosh, the movie is so bad. Like you, yeah. you, but it's also so funny. Yeah. So did you like it, David? I don't know. I I watched it, and there were some things where I was like, "Oh, that was kind of cool." The way that was like filmed, or like, yeah, that's a good visual style. But, oh, yeah. That's fair, actually. I don't know if I liked it. I don't know if I hated it either, but I don't know if I liked it. Well, it I was, a movie I was so conflicted when I left the theater because I was. I had just started. That was the first movie I entered into Letterboxd ever. Oh, really? Yes. I think. I mean, I could be wrong, but I remember that I was just starting Letterboxd and I was like, oh, I get to use it. But I didn't know what to rate it. I was like, was it a good movie yeah. or was it a really bad movie? I the gave it two ending. stars, but put like on it because I like, I, I, what even? The ending with his boat blowing up with the money. <laughs> oh yeah. Oh yeah. Fireworks. Yeah. It was so, it felt like a grand finale to a movie that was so slow that it couldn't have a grand finale. <laughs> yeah. I kept thinking the movie was over and it kept going. The scene where the like alligator bites the dude's arm off. No, it's a, is it a shark? A shark. It's a shark. I don't know. That movie's yeah, all he over thought it the was place. A dolphin. Oh yeah. Yeah. I just, uh, and it, yeah, oh, that because so there was like a 15 minute sequence and then it changed nothing except that he had a hat for the rest of the Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> what the hell? The, the movie's got so many moments where it's like, oh, this is going, it's finally going somewhere. And then nothing happens. The same thing happens when he meets Zach Efron's character at like rehab or whatever. And they like yeah. escape and it's like, it's going somewhere. This is finally, it's an escape movie now. Nope. They just uh -huh. left and. Oh did their own thing i guess and he invaded his house and it was weird yeah they robbed that guy which never came up <laughs> <laughs> he does eventually go to court wait no that was before that was after court yeah that's after court because yeah, he, he was being chased court, down by the police yeah court then, sent him to rehab and then he broke out of rehab and then it just never comes back up well yeah one oak after he breaks out of rehab he's being chased down by the police for a little while but then, like, he writes this hit book, and he's, like, in public receiving awards and stuff. I'm like, wait, whatever happened to the, like, that he needs to go back to rehab? Yeah, I have no idea what happened there. Wait, yeah, he went to, like, the, the Keys or something. I was like, can they not prosecute him there? That's, like, U.S. territory. Like, yeah, that doesn't make any sense. That's not just U.S. territory. That's an actual state. Yeah. They yeah, were he like, was just oh, in we'll Florida. get you out of Miami. Well, I mean, or wherever it was. Was, was it Miami or Tampa? Or, I don't even or know. Florida. It was somewhere in Florida. I mean, the whole movie takes place in Florida. Well, yeah, but I'm yeah. saying like whatever city it was that it's most of it's in. It taking place in Florida is literally the only thing that makes sense about this movie. Yeah, I was about to say, it really is just Florida Man. <laughs> Florida Man the movie. Yeah. And that's the only yeah. thing about it that makes sense. It is a perfect encapsulation of Florida. It really is. I want it to be in a shared universe with Miss um, Peregrine's Home for Peculiar Children, since that starts in Florida as well. I haven't seen that one. I haven't read the books or seen the movie, so. That was kind of strange. It was just like, <laughs> they, 
it's very Tim Burton-y. It's his whole shtick. Like, ooh, it's like kind of fantastical, but like a little dark too. But it's like uh, creepy fantastical. Yeah. 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 Like <laughs> Samuel L. Jackson is in it. And his thing is that he eats eyes. He eats people's eyeballs. What the fuck? <laughs> That's, so that's weird. Yeah. What I'm what I'm understanding is it's a few years ago's version of um, Artemis Fowl. Well, it's kind of like bad X Men. That's I, how I describe it. I don't know the the adapting YA novels and like children's chapter books into movies trend never made any sense to me. Like I, I remember, just, I don't care. When I saw it, I did kind of like it. I was, I left the theater and I was like, "Oh, that was fun." But then the more I thought about it, I was like, "That was actually just not good." <laughs> See, that's the I opposite. don't recall. It. That's the opposite kind of movie. That's the movie where you're like, "Oh, it was pretty good," and then later you're like, "No, it wasn't." <laughs> the the kind of movies that I really love, like Suicide Squad and Assassin's Creed. Not so much Beach Bum, but those two, at least specifically, are the kind where you're watching it and you're like, this is so bad, but gosh darn it if I'm not having a joyous time. Like, Beach Bum is kind of like that for me in that, like, while we were in the theater, I just could not contain myself. And I think I, like, yelled at the screen multiple times. And there was an older couple sitting there watching it next to us, and they were clearly uncomfortable because I was just sitting there going, what the fuck? Yeah. Honestly, I was surprised no one was like, hey, shut the fuck up. I mean, but the what? movie was not good enough for them to do that. Yeah, probably. A lot of things that fall in that category for me are random, like, uh, rom-coms that, uh, not rom-coms, just romance movies that Zion makes me watch, like, uh, Five Feet Apart. Oof. Five yeah. Feet Apart was not good. Oh, stupid. Uh, Did she make you watch... Um... Everything, everything. No. What? Oh, that's such a stupid movie. What's that about? That's like a. It's a rom com, but it's like this girl who has a a disease that like makes her immune system like nothing, and so she has to stay inside all the time. But she meets a boy, and they run away together, and she gets sick while they're in Hawaii, and then she finds out that her mother was spoilers. Her mother was not um was lying to her and she didn't actually have that disease. She just wanted to protect her from the world. I did see the trailer for that movie. It's so bad. It to- it's so bad. The trailer tells you though, the trailer tells you that that's what happens, that she was lying. I'm that's pretty like the sure. Twist. Yeah. But you know, already going in, cause I knew that and I've never seen this movie and no one has told me that. Weird. Okay, yeah, no, it's a terrible movie, but that makes sense that the terrible movie would have a terrible trailer. They also, they did the thing, they did this thing where there's like a spaceman like in walking around a building that they cut to randomly that's supposed to represent her feeling like a trapped person in a foreign world or whatever, and it's so stupid. It is so dumb. It doesn't make any sense. I I, I don't get it. It's in that weird subgenre that we've talked about before where it's uh, teens who are in love, but they're also dying. Yes, it is. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, and, then, and then she just runs away from home and moves to New York. This girl who's lived 
18 years of her life in a building that is sterile and has no immune system moved to New York. That's weird. But, that wait, sounds like Ladybird. I thought you were saying that she did have an immune system, that her mother was lying to her. She didn't have the disease, but because she'd been living in a sterile house her oh. whole life, she'd never developed oh, her immune shit. system. So she's still at high risk because oh, she damn. never she developed would get wait, coronavirus so, bad. Wait, so that twist is undone. They're like, oh no, she's actually fine. And they're like, but it doesn't matter. <laughs> they're like, oh no, she's actually fine. And then they just leave it. But like, if you actually think about it, yeah, like, like cause she gets, fine, but she goes really? to, she goes to Hawaii and she gets sick immediately. And then the doctor's mm. like, you had a really severe case of the flu. I'd never seen someone with such a poor immune system. And she's like, well, I have this disease. And she's like, no, you don't have that disease. You just have a really weak immune system. And then she moves to New York and it makes no sense because like she would definitely get ever? sick and die in New York. And she then should she moves to like the middle of the country, right? In New York, she's like in this old like bookstore that's like completely covered in dust and like all the books are like old and Oh, that'd be terrible. It was like I was like, Oh, oh, my allergies couldn't take that. If you have a weak immune system, yeah. you would just die. <laughs> yeah, that's like instant death. She was like, I'm gonna start driving a garbage truck and picking up everyone's trash. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I don't know. That movie that movie oh is God. it's got so many plot holes. It's very bad. Yeah. I got really upset with me because when we were watching uh Five Feet Apart, I couldn't stop laughing. <laughs> That's the one with Cole Sprouse, right? Yeah. yeah. Who what? I just who I just found out was in the sweet life of Zach and Cody. Yeah. Didn't realize that. Yeah. <laughs> is he any good in that movie? No. <laughs> okay. I don't know. What when I started. Yeah, watching... I feel like his personality really worked for the sweet life of Zach and Cody. Like I love that show growing up, but I think I've seen like one or two of his movies and it's like, oh, he doesn't do well with any other role. When I started watching Riverdale, I had so like such high hopes just because I really like Archie and I wanted it to be good that I was like, oh yeah, he's actually a pretty good actor. And then I was like, oh no, no, no. <laughs> he's just hot. Yeah. And he does that like brooding thing where people are yeah. like, ooh, he's so interesting. But then like he's not. He's like, death comes for us all. I'm making a, a hot face, a hot person face. Yeah, he stared off into the distance dramatically. But you can It wasn't see. hot at all. I know. But oh, we could we could have let we could have let the audience think that it was. Yeah. <laughs> hey, maybe <laughs> I'm a good actor too. if I'm not hot. It's funny how in the DMs I'm constantly hyping john up but when it comes to real life i'm always dragging him down it's true <laughs> i love you john thanks babe but there were so many things that didn't make sense in five feet apart they're like okay they're these two people they both have cystic fibrosis so they can't be near anyone else who has cystic fibrosis let's put them in rooms that are next to each other <laughs> Why no why sense. can't people with cystic fibrosis be around people with cystic fibrosis? Because it'll the whole thing is that the strain of it will like I don't know. Basically you die if you're around that person. That's how the disease works. That's how they tell you it works. Is that how it actually works? Or I don't know. that's okay. That feels very Hang on. you're not a doctor? I'll look it up now. On, I'll dude. look up 
the logistics of cystic fibrosis. Um, actually, I'm just going to look up five feet apart uh, synopsis. Um, really glad that I said the right disease. It is cystic fibrosis. I was like, I might have said that wrong, and I'm going to look like a fool. But I looked it up. It was cystic fibrosis. Um, here's a little blurb on Google. It says, 17-year-old Stella spends most of her time in the hospital as a cystic fibrosis patient. Her life is full of routines, boundaries, and self-control, all of which get put to the test when she meets Will, an impossibly charming teen who has the same illness. There's instant flirtation, though restrictions dictate that they must maintain a safe distance between them. As their connection intensifies, so does the temptation to throw the rules out the window and embrace that attraction. Basically, if they get closer than... Six feet is what they're told. Yeah, well, Bill six feet apart. Social distancing. Six movie. feet apart is the just the standard for infectious um, diseases. So yeah, but the whole like thing of the movie is like they they are really bound by these rules of their disease, so they're gonna take back one foot for themselves, and it's five feet apart instead of six feet. Oh God. Um, Do they also then, refuse to wear a mask? They do wear masks for a substantial portion of it. Um, this movie then, is the reason the U.S. did not take well to coronavirus. <laughs> They're yeah. like, ooh, it's hot if we make yeah, out. Yeah, did they also like, say that die? it's infringing on their freedoms? <laughs> it's my right. Yeah. Um, they throw a yeah. birthday party for her, and then one of her friends dies because of it. <laughs> One of their other friends who also has cystic fibrosis. And Why do you have so many friends with this disease? <laughs> no, because they all put them in the same wing of the hospital. Why? Like, we're hot teens. <laughs> so that they can all kill each other. They, they, no one has cystic fibrosis anymore. <laughs> They're like, we should make sure that they all become friends <laughs> so that they really, really want to die. <laughs> God, that's so dumb. Yeah, so basically... They're like, oh, we're going to throw her this party for her birthday. And then the nurses are like, you shouldn't do that because <laughs> you shouldn't be close to each other. They do it anyway. And one of their friends oh, dies. Wow. Uh, that's such a, that's so dumb. Um, <sighs> yeah. Does that fall under, like, are you, would you consider that a so bad it's good movie or would you consider it like a so bad it's bad movie? I very much enjoyed it. Okay. I laughed a lot. Um, because Much. it meant to be funny? Oh, no. Okay, yeah. Then that's this is so not a bad. This is just a rom. This is... Oh, God. Well, I was just... I was. What I was saying is like... There rom are some movies, unintentional calm. There, there are some movies that are like so bad and I could laugh at them in the, in the moment, but I wouldn't say they were so bad. It's good movies. Like... Oh. Like, I would just say that they're bad movies. They're yeah. just bad. Like, um, like, Dude. I don't know if you saw Dude, the Netflix movie that was released on 420... I did not. I think so. Connor and I have seen like a bunch of weed movies and documentaries. Lately. That movie has some things that I still quote with a group of friends that I forced to watch it, but I don't think it's a so bad. It's good movie. It's just a bad movie. Yeah. Like it's, it's just bad. Don't watch it. Don't watch it. But like I forced some people to watch it and I have great things I can quote with them. Wow. Zion made me watch, uh, to all the boys I've loved before three times. 
Yeah, Jenna wanted me to watch that. Jenna really wanted me to watch that. And uh, I recently discovered that it has like massive subway uh, product placement. Does it? There's a character that apparently like her entire character is that she likes subway. Is it? Because I was watching a video about Netflix product placement because they officially say on their website that they don't do paid product placement because they don't take money for product placement, but they do joint advertising. Yeah. What's the difference? Basically, I like don't. a producer can make a deal with a company for the for something on their oh, project, okay. but like they, there's no money exchanged. Yeah. I don't remember the subway thing. Um, it's just Noah Centineo is not attractive. No. He's but not for hot. some reason, people are trying to make him into a heartthrob, and I don't get it. He doesn't have charisma. He has nothing. He's not good at acting. He's not attractive. He's got really – he's a triple threat. He's got – None of those things. <laughs> he's a he's a triple threat: unattractive, uncharismatic. And I definitely stole it from Bad singing in the rain. Threat. I stole it from singing in the rain, where they're like, uh, "She can't sing, she can't act, she can't dance. She's a triple threat." <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, god! Yeah. Uh, oh. Um. Yeah, he's in some bad movies. Um, exclusively. In fact, <laughs> well, like even movies where it's like, he's in movies where it's like people tried to make you think they were good, but he's also in movies that are just like, oh, what? Unapologetically Why? bad. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> he's in one like, there's one like about a, a hacker boy at school. It's like makes an app for some people. Yeah. He's in that. Oh yeah. He's in that. I know of him mostly from like commentary YouTubers. Yeah, who watch exactly. Bad movies. <laughs> Yeah, that's the only reason that, I know his name. He's in SPF uh, 17, that Netflix movie. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Did you say SPF 17? Huh? Yeah, like sunscreen. Uh-huh. Why? Because it takes place movie. in the summer. Oh, okay. That doesn't it, make any sense. It has it's artistic, Keanu Reeves Bobby. house in it. Oh, it's artistic. I'm sorry. So as a ginger, what do you use, like SPF 100 or what? I refuse to answer. <laughs> what does SPF stand for? Sun protection. Something. Four. Yeah. Sun protection number four. Yes. <laughs> like you've tried hats. You've tried visors. <laughs> You've tried umbrellas. Now we've got sun protection number four. It stands for sun protection factor. Oh, okay. That doesn't make sense. Also, the movie yeah. the movie is SPF 18 because when I typed in SPF, it's the first result that came up. Oh, okay. Yeah. That's upsetting. I, That's the I have a sun protection five. It's called melanin. Oh, Oh, all right. All right. Play that card, why don't you? <laughs> Daniel's going to be confused because he's never seen you. Oh, your Irish friend? Yeah. 
Oh yeah, I bet you he has no melanin. He probably wouldn't it's know not. what it is. He has less than me. Oh god. I think he had more than me. Yeah, he's somewhere in between myself and John. You didn't seem all that white. That's pretty white. Not real pasty of a fellow. You haven't seen him in real life, John. This is the part where we just bash Daniel for how white he is. <laughs> well, considering that he's our only other listener, then yeah, I think it's I good. thought Daniel had a nice complexion. <laughs> listener engagement. No, uh, uh, Miriam listens sometimes. Yeah, Miriam listens. She's pretty white, too. I think I'm saying her name right now. Hopefully she she doesn't hate me. I hope. Our our audience does not have a lot of diversity. Our our audience audience is just the people I interact with on Twitter. It's it's Miriam and you and sometimes Bobby. Bobby listens to podcasts, but I I don't interact with them on Twitter all that much. And then like, yeah, Bobby, you're not on Twitter. You got to get on Twitter. Possibly. I'm on Twitter. You don't do much. No, because Twitter is cancerous. That's true. It's so much fun, though. I really enjoy it. I love just scrolling through the cancer and taking deep breaths, you know? I have Mm. recently made a uh, satirical F1 uh, news blog account. So I do (laughs) interact on that. Interesting. Yeah, it's, it's fun. Why don't follow you on that? I won't be following you on that. (laughs) Yeah, we can plug that at the end of the podcast. Oh God! (laughs) Go read Bobby's blog. Oh wow! Yeah. I doubt any of our listeners listen. I mean, care about Formula One. Well, okay. I don't know if Daniel actually does. But when I was over there, I mean, he is European, so maybe. That's what I'm saying. All the the Europeans, they tell me, oh, you've got to drive manual because that's what the F1 drivers drive. And I'm like. Kind of. I'm like, I don't care, though. I don't drive an F1 car. Yeah. (laughs) Professional racers have shift lights to tell them when the perfect time to shift is. I don't think uh, I don't think it's quite the same. Which is just paddle gearbox. Yeah, which is just like having an automatic car but missing a step. Like, yeah. Also, I don't think Daniel can drive a car, so it's weird that he's critiquing me for not driving a manual. Yeah, I've actually <laughs> noticed that a lot of European F1 fans are like that. They can't drive, but they're like, yeah. Yeah, Col- like actually, um, I think Renault teamed up with one of the like biggest uh f1 esports drivers and like gave him a chance to like prove himself in their car and he was like oh this is so weird because i don't even have a car and it's like (laughs) this guy is the number one f1 esports or i don't know it could have been like i racing or something but yeah well that was that was constantly racing virtually and he doesn't even have a car yeah that was an interesting thing where it was like it was kind of showcasing like how good the uh simulation of driving is because he'd never driven a car how did you see it i was listening to uh, another podcast i think uh i think it was uh cody co and noel miller were talking about it um talking about the fact that he'd never driven a car because noel miller's really big into f1 and uh oh nice 
it was interesting to see like you can go from being really good at racing in this game to actually putting that into practice on a track. Yeah. It must have been high racing then because F1 is not a good sim. It's a simcade. iRacing is an actual sim. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I'm not sure which one it was, but it was something where it was like legitimately like he got really good at driving through this simulator. I need to uh, watch Ford versus Ferrari still. That's a good oh, movie. That's a great movie. I loved it. I mean, obviously, it's isn't it's Christian Bale and Matt Damon, right? Yeah. 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 It's fantastic. Speaking of Christian Bale, I've been on a Christian Bale hype train recently Um, because I watched Vice the other day and he was so good. And I need to watch that. There was like no hype around that movie. And, you know, except for the uh, the Oscars, it it won some stuff at the Oscars. It did. Yeah, he won best actor at the go at the Golden Globes. Um, Yeah. Didn't they win makeup for all the Dick Cheney makeup? Yeah, which was incredible. Um, <laughs> my favorite thing was whenever uh, he was giving like his acceptance thing, and he like he said, "I'd like to thank the devil for uh, character inspiration." Oh, that was great! <laughs> oh my god, <laughs> But no, like I and then Zion's just seen the Prestige for the first time. So then we've been talking about that since it's my favorite movie. That's and a really good movie. Yeah. Another one where he wears lots of makeup uh, for, well, actually, I don't want to spoil it for anyone who hasn't seen it. I haven't seen it. Yeah, oh. that's a movie that Sorry, should Bobby. not be spoiled. Andrew forced me and Paul to watch it when me and Paul were both not really big into movies at the time. And I was oh, Andrew like, did? Just, yeah. Good job, Andrew. That's, that's like, I think it's his favorite movie. It might not be his. When did it come out? Oh, we favorite, haven't talked about one this. of his favorite movies. Like I need to talk time. to Andrew about this. Uh, is that a is that a 2010 film? No, because it was before. Uh, uh, 2006. Was before Inception. Yeah. Yeah. Inception is 2008. 10. Okay, it, so Inception is 2010. Yeah. So the Prestige came out in between. Batman Begins and The Dark Knight. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, I gotta watch that. If it makes you feel any better, I also haven't seen John's favorite movie. Which uh, David just watched like a little while ago. I did. Oh, and we talked about it. Yeah, we did, did you like it? Oh, yeah, you did. Is Bobby even a real listener? Yes, I say, am. Oh, did you? <laughs> You're not up to date, Bobby. <laughs> Yes, I have. See, I can't decide. I would say, if I would say, that's a good movie to watch when you're depressed, or if I would say, that's a bad movie to watch when you're depressed. Because I watch it when I'm depressed. I'd say it's a good movie to watch anytime, because I enjoyed it. But it's a really good movie. Okay, um, I'll put both of those on my list then. Yeah. I know, um, was- Bobby, you were um, worried about it being too late. I don't know if that's... Um, if it's getting... Um. I'm fine. Okay, cool. Oh, bringing it back to bad movies that are good. Yes. Shark Boy and Lava Girl. Oh, Jesus, why? <laughs> and Shark Boy and Lava Girl 
has a sequel coming out. Yes, <laughs> yes, it does. And I want them to get Taylor Lautner back. Oh my god! And I want Taylor Lautner's daughter, who the movie is going to focus on, to be played by Taylor Swift, so that they can, because both of the main characters in the original Shark Boy and Lava Girl, their first names were Taylor. The actors, I don't know the oh girl's last name, but they're both Taylors. So I was like, for this family to be complete, they need to have a third Taylor. So Taylor Swift should be the oh my god no family, but but Taylor Swift's <laughs> if he's so too bad. old. They can do <laughs> things like they did for Robert De Niro and the Irishman. Oh no, my god! It needs it needs to be a terrible child actor, or it's not good. Yeah, I guess it would go with the fact that Taylor Swift has never been in a good movie. True. Would you, would you say that? Um, fuck, what is it called? The Giver wasn't good. The Giver. That's what I was thinking. Would you say it's a bad movie? I oh, haven't good. seen it, but I heard it was bad. I really you love the seen books. It? It was I just bland. really love the book, so I'm pretty sure. I wouldn't. I, would I wouldn't say it was a bad movie. I just feel like it was a generic movie. That whole sequence where uh, he's like having all of, like the memories, like he's receiving them. Um, from the old giver. Um, when I was watching the Tree of Life, I was like, "Oh, they just this is definitely them just ripping off Terrence Malick." Because I'd seen that movie before. I, I, I saw mean, Tree of Life. I mean, yeah. It, like I said, it's a generic movie. It was just someone making a movie with all the yeah. movie cliches. I have seen the what is it like one or two scenes that actually feature Taylor Swift. I those, have seen those. Are those. Okay, yeah. I don't yeah. know. That that movie's got things where it's like, well, they did this really well, but yeah, the movies it's not a good movie by any stretch of the imagination, but it, it's a yeah. fine movie. Oh, Bobby, we've finally gotten to Taylor Swift. Oh god, I was hoping you wouldn't bring it up. <laughs> oh. <laughs> I think uh, So uh we still gotta talk about um what is the last movie we gotta talk about? Uh no, Bobby, you can't escape. <laughs> Shit. She just made her best album featuring her best song that she's ever written, which is Betty, obviously. Okay, I do agree with that. I stand Betty. Betty is amazing. Okay. I only so listen to seven where, songs. Where do you fall on this album, Bobby? Okay, so um, you know and you hate that I have all of Taylor Swift's records, as you can see right here. I, you don't have a record. All of our listeners can see all of the records. And I did pre-order um, Folklore Deluxe Edition in the weeds, Deluxe Edition, before it even came out. And after it came out, I was like, oh, maybe that was a mistake. Why? <laughs> She's okay, finally so, made a consistently good oh album that's good all the way through. Oh my god, I don't agree with that at all. It gets so boring. How did you listen it's past so track boring. seven? Oh, hang on. Every We're about to, song about to sounds out the We're same. Yeah, okay. I'm going to well, end no, it's it. Just, we'll okay. Rejoin. <laughs> all right. You had just said that every song sounded the same. <laughs> yes, everything. No, she... 
She's finally made an album that's so similar. It's like one hour long song. Oh, wait, you want to talk about an album that gets boring because every song is just a blander version of the last one? Reputation. What? Reputation? How dare you? No, you cannot say that. And then Lover. Every song is so wildly different. Like, there are yeah. some good songs on Lover. That is range, but it is just all little over boy. The what? That is range. She has range. No, that's her just, like, not having a vision for an album. And she's like, <sighs> That is her being in love and showing her true expressions. She's just like, no, I'm going to write a bunch of singles that don't go together. Uh, I, I, I like That is banger Lover. after banger. No, it's the I only think, Taylor Swift album that I I actually like. I listened to the entire album. It's the only Taylor Swift album I've ever listened to all the way through. Well, no, Lover, it had good songs on it, but it was wildly inconsistent. There would be like good songs like um, like Lover, like uh, Miss Americana and the Heartbreak Prince, um, and then there would just be awful, <laughs> just ear bleeding songs. Like, like what? Me, ear bleeding. <laughs> okay, see, that's here's the thing. Me is a terrible song. Me is a wonderful, and and uh, it hurts me to say because I was so excited that one of my favorite artists and Bobby's favorite artist were going to do a collab, and it was so good. It's so what? Bad. No. Bobby, how can you defend a song that says, come on, kids, spelling is fun? Hey, that was in the single version. That is not in the album version. We are talking about albums here. Oh, that's fair. I did, There okay, are some songs where enough. I hate the radio edit and I like the album cut. It also, I will admit that... It also has you come on, kids, awesome spelling is fun. Yeah. The thing what about I that really is... I really want to know, since she hasn't like fully toured with Lover and now the Lover is kind of dead um i wonder if if she is singing lover live if she she will not say that sing that part but the crowd will because if the crowd is just made up of people from r slash taylor swift it's definitely going to be some do people like it do taylor swift fans like that lyric they like the meme it's more r slash you belong with memes than our Taylor Swift, but both subreddits like it. Huh. It's, it's yeah. just meme content. Everyone loves meme content. Bobby, I'm really disappointed because I was excited when I listened <laughs> to Folklore. I was like, oh, finally, I'll be on the same page with Bobby. We can agree that this is a good album. Yeah, and when you sent me that song, I was like, oh, it's very in my feels, very subtle, very subdued. That's why he likes folklore. Now it makes sense. I mean, folklore feels to me like a like she was copying Lana Del Rey. If yeah. I'm completely honest, like it, no, it has it the feeling doesn't. of the long droning album that yeah, she does, but it's just not like done Lana as well. Well, no, okay, Lana Del Rey's album was way better. Oh yeah, but this Fantastic. is a good album. Like Norman fucking Rockwell. Yeah. Yeah. But like. I don't think she's trying to go for that because she's not doing like actual ballads, you know? She's just like in that like area. She's well, just kind of adjacent. Betty's a ballad. Betty's a like a just a folk jam. 
I don't know. As, as someone who wears a lot of cardigans, I can't stand cardigan. <laughs> I oh fucking hate it. It's a terrible song. It's when I quit listening. I think it's like track six, yeah? Well, no, you said you got to the seventh song, which is seven. <laughs> oh, I did. Yes, I did get to seven. Yeah, that's right. Um, I did because I was like, "What? What? What song am I listening to?" I was about to tell Bobby, "I'm I'm listening to this number," and I was like, seven. What track is that? Seven. Okay. Yeah, when you said that, I was like, "Oh, what track is seven? Oh, seven. The one is really good. That's a nice song. Yeah, the one is pretty good. I don't remember any of the songs except the one is Cardigan. the opening song. Yeah. Oh well, Bobby, you, you should listen to. I oh, not Bobby. Sorry. John, you should listen to Betty. That's the best one. Yeah, Betty is definitely the best one. Yeah, I mean, I, I have the album on my phone, so I'll, I'll get back around to it eventually. That's good. It does so, go... So, David, yes. now that you finally love a Taylor Swift album... I, okay, hang on. And what? I like a Taylor Swift album oh my God. all the way through. I wouldn't <laughs> say that I love it. It's a good album, though. Okay, so now that you finally like a Taylor Swift album and you like collecting records, will you buy it? Because um, I already did. It's, all, it's in the mail. It's, it has a 16-week shipping time, but it is in the mail. It depends how expensive it is. I don't think I'd spend money on it, to $26. be honest. $26. Yeah, that's a pricey record. I can't, yeah. I can't purchase a record. If I purchase a record, it's done for me and I will be purchasing all the records and I don't have space for that and I don't have time or money for that or energy and I just don't. I can't. <laughs> Listen, yeah, I'm making I'm... $50 a week and I'm consistently still buying records. Oh my <laughs> God. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's a problem. I bought yeah. a new Wallows one. I've got the Killers new one coming. I've got... <laughs> I just got this one... From Cave Town, it's like a live record. There are 500 of them, and it's blue and green. It's really pretty. Oh, so, nice. That is really nice, yeah. The one that, yeah, the one for that um, song that I sent you all the music video for, I have that on vinyl, the Phoebe Bridgers record. Oh, nice. I've, I'm going to have no money, really. <laughs> That's the story. Yeah. Yeah. And then... I don't can't know wait for Lana, Lana Del Rey's new album in September because I'm gonna, probably going to be buying that on final too. But then I don't know how but they found me had to announce that they've got an album coming out October 16th. They just released a single today. Oh, seriously? I, I didn't see that. Wait, yeah. who is it? I don't know how but they found me. I don't know who that is. Uh, they're one of my very favorite bands. Oh. I love them so much. Do they have 15 listeners on Spotify? No. More than that. Okay. So I found them after David told me about them, but on my own through just YouTube recommended. So definitely not. Oh, cool. So the thing is, yeah, the their lead singer is he used to be the bassist for Panic at the Disco. And he co-wrote almost all of Too Weird to Live, Too Rare to Die. Which um, is my favorite album. Cool. Yeah, Panic. it's a great album. It's the album that made me just fawn over Panic at the Disco. It's definitely it's, their best. It's one of the things I absolutely love about, I don't know how, is the way they write their bass lines. <laughs> yeah. Um, and then their drummer, so it's just two guys. Their drummer is from Falling in Reverse. Um, Another band I used to love. Yeah. I didn't know this because I don't look up like bands deeply. I just like start listening to them. 
They're just the best. Bobby, they have like this whole concept going where all of their songs are supposed to be like tracks that are found like from a band that was popular that never got popular in the 80s. So like they have an aesthetic to them and everything. Um, so is it like synth pop 80s or what? Yeah, it's like rock. synth rock. Yeah. Synth rock. Okay, I feel like I'll send you I'll send you the music video for um Do It All the Time because that's the one I first yeah, saw so. and the music video is really good. Yeah. They also have like a weird like kind of dark undertone to a lot of their songs like um there's one that they haven't released a studio version of. And it's not on the track list for the album, which had me frustrated. But it's called Mr. Sinister, and it's like just about a stalker. He's like, uh, "How come you never notice when I follow you home and stuff?" It's like it's really good. That's kind of weird. Yeah. yeah, yeah. But I feel like I'd really love that. Uh, ever since that synth pop song that I made, I've been getting more into synth pop. Yeah. Which one? Hmm. Which one are you talking about? What? The synth pop song you made. That I made? I, I only made one synth pop song. That was the last song I released before I took a hiatus. Okay, that's what I thought. I just wasn't sure if that's yeah. what you meant. I didn't realize. I don't know what genres to put music into. I never do. Oh, uh, yeah. I'm bad at genreing music. <laughs> genres are weird because, like, they get either like hyper specific or like overly broad where it's like, that shouldn't be in that or it's like, Oh, okay. That's like one yeah. band fits in that genre. Wait, Especially it's, now it's, since like everything melds with each other. Almost everything could be called pop at this point. Yeah. Or alternative. You can just be like, Oh, it's alternative. Well, well and when, when rock was popular, pop yeah. started taking things from rock. And when hip hop became popular, pop started taking things from hip hop because pop is just the amalgamation of what's popular. Yeah. So whatever yeah. genre it is, it takes from it. Uh, <laughs> a genre that I cannot stand is uh, uh, rock rap. It's so weird. Rock rap. Rock rap? Like yeah. LZ7? Oh, oh my, my gosh. gosh. <laughs> oh, just today I started listening to Hollywood Undead again. Oh. I gosh. love Hollywood Undead. Um, but I haven't listened to them in a couple of months. But when I I like get into Hollywood Undead stints where I listen to like them and nothing but them for like three months. Um, John was, is ashamed of me. A little. Just I was listening. Little. I was watching uh, Anthony Fantano's uh, like Twitch stream last week that he does for like New Music Friday. Yeah, and there was one on that was on that. It was absolutely terrible, but it was really funny. It was like the lead singer of Slipknot, and <laughs> yeah, I oh, I've dear. noticed that I don't like many of the artists that he listens to. I think I actually unsubscribed to him because I was like, this is worthless to me. Um, there's sometimes I'll review artists that I like. Yeah, gotta get my charging cord. Yeah, he uh, recently reviewed. Um, oh shit, I forget the name of it. But Dance Gavin Dance's new record, Afterburner, and he got that community pissed because he doesn't like Dance Gavin Dance, and he said that he doesn't really like Dance Gavin Dance. You can't say that you don't like Dance Gavin Dance. 
Yeah. I've never really listened to them, so. I don't really listen to them. I listen to Tillian's personal stuff. Yeah, I don't listen to Dance Gavin Dance, but I have seen them live five times because they put on a hell of a show. I, I think metal is the reason I don't understand genres because metal is so wide in genre and there's so many subgenres and it's all very specific. And if you miss genre something in metal, metalheads will let you know and they will kill you for it basically. And because <laughs> of that, I will say that Dance Gavin Dance is not metal, it is Swancore. So what is that? that? Go after you. How Swan do you define Corps? Swancore? Uh, I don't, I don't the lead bassist, I think his name is like David Swan or Robert Swan or something, and like a bunch of stuff that he's worked on. He has like a very specific, I don't know, songwriting thing. I don't know. Connor explained it to me, and I was like, okay, cool. Still don't like any of those bands. <laughs> Batillion, I do love. Batillion is amazing. All of all of my favorite bands have a through line, and it's that either the drummer or the bassist is in f- another band that I really love. Like yeah. you were just saying, I don't know how has the bassist from Panic mm-hmm. and the drummer from Falling in Reverse, um, Twenty One Pilots, you know. Uh, uh, Josh Dunn, Josh from Dunn from House of Heroes, which I absolutely loved. House of Heroes, and he was also a part of another band that I really love. I'm tr- blanking on at the moment. Like all of those people, just were in all of the bands that I love. <laughs> yeah, apparently the the Swan guy from Dance Gavin Dance has like a cult. They have this <laughs> thing called a Swan Fest that happens every year. Well, every year except for 2020. Uh, responsible and they just go to Sacramento and like all the Sacramento because also Swan Corps is like all Sacramento they they just jam out and I guess he just plays on like every single song because they're all his bands or something how many bands is that I don't know it doesn't make sense to me and if Connor can hear me in the background he is probably fucking furious that I am like not saying everything right. A <laughs> uh, band that I've got into recently uh, is this band Sports Team from from England, and I really, really want to see them live because I've just been watching videos of like their concerts and stuff, and they're insane. Like they're so good. Um, they do like kind of rock, but it's sort of there's like a Talking Heads influence where it's sort of spoken in some parts where he's not like i don't know it's hard to describe but it's really good their debut just came out and it was very well written um very very english where they'll just make references to things that i don't fully understand yeah Uh, yeah i'm worse about talking about music than i am about movies yeah (laughs) i I liked it way better at music than movies (laughs) <laughs> yeah i don't know when i talk about music i'm always like well you know the part that's like you know um that's yeah. good and it was good so you know listen to it i guess yeah and i also currently have handsome garbage stuck in my head so i don't know what that is john it's a tillion song oh see it's a very good tillion song but it's just the riff at the beginning that's stuck in my head over and over 
and over and over and over and over. Yeah, that can be annoying. Oh, Bobby, you like Billie Eilish. What did you think of her new single? Her new... Uh, my Future. My Future. I'm pretty sure... When did it come out? It came out last week. Okay, yeah, because I started listening to her again. Uh, like Monday? My Future. Yes, I do have it. Uh, I don't remember it. Uh, I don't know if that means it's forgettable or I'm just terrible at remembering songs, but... I think her songs take a while to grow. You know, like... Yeah, like I hated Billie Eilish and hated Bad Guy for so long until one day I found... um, I don't know if it was Ocean Eyes or Everything I Wanted. But Maybe when the party's over. Yeah. That's kind of the same vein. All good. Belly Egg's a good song. All of them yeah, are good songs. or All I the Love good songs. You. Yeah, I, I just listened to a couple of her songs and I'm like, oh, it's not just like Wizards of Waverly Place. <laughs> it's actually good music and then i was like okay i'll start listening to her and now i freaking stand billy eilish yeah you you kind of have to there's artists that i really like you kind of have to get into like um lil nas x everybody was like oh old town road oh yeah him too and it was like i listened to like panini and family and all of his stuff on his ep and i was like he's actually a good artist like yeah. it's not just this like meme song like it's actually good music yeah yeah, it's like the shit that goes viral on TikTok is a bad representation of good artists. That's true. I have a, a a bunch of artists that I found through TikTok songs where it's like they've got really good music, but it's not the one on TikTok. Uh, yeah. well, and then one hit wonders like Fake ID. I don't know who they are. Like a Fake ID. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's a song by a group. Oh, cool. I, guess. Yeah. I don't know. <laughs> I, don't know. <laughs> I don't know what they're called. I don't remember. Wait, John, are you on TikTok? No, no but Bobby I am sends constantly. Me a million. <laughs> I'm aware. We've uh, seen, I've seen it in the group chat. <laughs> Raton Kahlo? Yeah. Ah, uh, yes, my favorite band. that sounds like that sounds like someone started playing a beat on their phone and then someone ad-libbed that on the spot yeah because that's literally just what happened it was really stupid oh we're gonna get demonetized i'm not monetized are you even on YouTube? We we have a YouTube channel, yeah. Oh, okay. But we don't we don't do video. It's just it's just the audio with our picture. So well, we did it once, and I wasn't aware. And yes. I was just looking all over the place. I think I had like my knee up. The, the Are you episode. saying that you didn't consent? Hashtag Ooh, John can... is over party. Hashtag Sue John. Get I told you I box. could change it. I told you I could take it down and replace it if you wanted. I still want to send you a cease and desist letter. <laughs> How many apology uh, letters do I physically have to mail you, David? I will send you another. I didn't expect that when you sent me the first one. I was like, oh, you did. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. Uh.
We should end. Yeah, yeah we, we should really should. It's getting late. Oh, yeah, gosh. I do have to go to bed. Well, yeah. thank you, everybody, for tuning in to hear us try to talk about movies that we love because they're so bad and then talk we about guessed. everything else. We talked about it. And other things that we weren't. Did. We never effect. got to Eurovision. I haven't seen it. I didn't watch uh, it. You need to watch it. Uh, Will Ferrell. It is a very Will Ferrell movie. Um, it's wonderful. Uh, it's good thing we didn't talk about it because Alyssa wouldn't listen to the episode. Yeah, Eurovision forever. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I was telling Bobby I couldn't remember what side of the argument about Will Ferrell I was on, but I remembered that Will Ferrell was in an argument and I was on a side. He's, anyway. He's not the best, but he's good. Yeah, he's, he's good. Funny. Eurovision. So we great. are going to get into Eurovision, apparently. No, because David hasn't seen it and he needs to see it. So Okay, maybe next time. All right. That's it. Bye-bye. Okay. Bye. Bye-bye. All right. Bye, all. Bye.